If you enjoy our content and think this is important material, the best compliment you can pay is by sharing this with your friends and family. This helps us out a lot. Also, if you enjoyed today's program, please like, comment, share, and subscribe to this podcast. We would love to hear from you. Truth in My Days podcast is sponsored by the Truth in My Days ministry. Welcome to the Truth in My Days podcast, where we defend the Word of God against the challenges of men. Hello all. Just as a reminder, this is part 7 of a multi-part series. Today, we have Sonia interviewing John. We have been looking at the question of the age of the earth and whether that is important or not. We saw the Bible does teach that the earth is about 6,000 years old, which contradicts the claim of secular science that it is 4.6 billion years old. Some apologists reject evolution but accept that the Earth is 4.6 billion years old, saying that teaching it is 6,000 years old is a stumbling box to apologetics. However, Jesus said in John 3.12, If I have told you earthly things and you do not believe, how will you believe if I tell you heavenly things? So we cast down on the entire Bible if we say it is wrong on the earthly matter, We cannot give up on this issue to make the Gospels more acceptable, any more than we can give up on moral issues. Furthermore, while some apologists think that holding to this young earth position drives people away from the Gospel, the broad data seems to show the opposite. We lose people when we compromise on what the Bible teaches about creation. The most comprehensive study of which we know on this issue found that believing the Bible has errors in it as it would if it was wrong about creation, is a much more significant factor in causing young people to abandon the church than a supposed contradiction between the Bible and secular science. Also, it is not simply about evangelism. Old earth creationists are trying to convince Christians that they should accept the billions of years, which seems to be done in order to allow the Bible to accord with the claims of secular scientists. Now we continue the discussion. But I have to ask at this point, the the elephant in the room, is it possible that they're not compromising what the Bible says, but in fact are correct? As you've shown, there's no question but that the Bible teaches there are 6,000 years or so from Adam to now. But what about before Adam? What about the six days of creation? Don't these so-called old earth creationists insert the 4.6 billion years before Adam? Yes, they do. That's really their only option, you see. You can try to claim there are gaps in the genealogies. You could add a certain period of time. You certainly can't add 4.6 billion years into the genealogies. But in any case, inserting time after Adam doesn't really help the cause. Then why do they bother trying? Well, secular science with cosmic evolution, chemical evolution, biological evolution, a cosmic evolution is the formation of the cosmos out of the the original supposed Big Bang. Chemical evolution is where simple chemicals come together to form complex organic molecules, which then come together to form a proto-cell which has to somehow come to life. And then biological evolution is where that first living cell develops and and comes up with all this new qualitatively new genetic data to be all the different life forms we see today. 
these processes are necessarily very slow, and so they require billions of years before the appearance of so-called modern man, such as Adam. And so they have to put this time gap, this huge time period in before Adam. Why they would put it into the genealogies, I think the reason is just to plant the idea that the Bible doesn't really fix the time, and you, you can uh, play with it here and there. As we saw, yes, there are certain uncertainties, and so there, there's differences, possible differences from as little as 5,844 years old up to 7,687 years old. But that pretty much covers all the possibilities, certainly not billions after Adam. So, if, as I think is the case, directly or indirectly, intentionally or unintentionally, the huge periods of time are put in to make the biblical account accord with the claims of secular science, they have to put that in there and they have to put it in before Adam. And those claims are there because secular science does require the time necessary for evolution to happen. Please note that this is a multi-part series. If you have missed any episodes and would like to listen to them, they will all be available on our YouTube channel and on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. You can find the links to these on our website, truthinmydays.com, or you can look for Truth In My Days on YouTube as one word. Uh, that's where they would have to put it. Well, that's a problem because Genesis 1 certainly looks as if it says God created the world in six ordinary earth rotation, 24-hour days. You just look at the the plain words. Well, indeed, that's exactly what you see with the so-called plain reading of the text. And this is why all Christians and all Jews really took it that way from the time it was written with no real question about it until the rise of the Enlightenment with its its goal and ethos to dethrone God and enthrone man as the measure of all things, which required undermining Christianity, which required undermining the Bible. And so any kind of attempt to make the Bible look less believable, to make it look in error, was welcomed. And you came with uh, up to the time of Hutton in the late 18th century and Lyle in the early 19th century, challenging the Bible on the age of the earth. Uh, Is it true, though, that there are some early church fathers who did not accept that the days in Genesis 1 were literal 24-hour days? Well, old earth creationists will tell us that, yes, there were some early church fathers. By this, we mean uh, Christian leaders, writers, uh, scholars from the early days of the church, from the time their writings go back into the first century through into the fourth, fifth, sixth centuries. These are considered the early church fathers. And old earth creationists, the ones that want to say that the, the, Bible, it, uh, the Bible has a true account of Adam and onwards, and no evolution, but 4.6 billion years old is the earth. Uh, those will tell us that, yes, some some early church fathers didn't accept that the earth is so young. Now, even before we look at that claim, it wouldn't help their cause. 
if they could find a few early church fathers who denied that the earth was only 6,000 or so years old, it wouldn't bear any significant weight against the virtually unanimous view of all of the other Christians and Jews down through the ages. Of course, unless they had some good convincing evidence, I suppose. Isn't this like when you argue uh, with a Muslim apologist who says, well, the majority of scholars say this and that, that just because the majority says something doesn't make them right. They have to have evidence. No, absolutely, that's correct. And it is possible that everybody is wrong and just these one or two are correct. But you've hit the nail on the head with the need for evidence. This is not evidence to say one or two church fathers said it, because really they can only adduce one or two of them. And they did not oppose the 24-hour days of creation on the basis of, of anything the Bible says, nor did they say that, but on philosophical grounds. The name that's usually brought up is, is Augustine, and Augustine carped that, well, why should God take six days to create the world? Why can't he just do it instantaneously? Why didn't he just do it instantaneously? So that's actually going the, in the opposite direction. It was going in the opposite direction. It wasn't adding more time to the history of the earth. And it wasn't a biblical argument. It was based on philosophy. But for what it's worth, Augustine thought the earth was less than 6,000 years old. He was not somebody who gives aid and comfort to the old earth creationists. Because uh, while he might have denied or argued about whether God should have used uh, six days or not, he didn't deny the young age of the earth. And the question really is not what God could have done. And it's certainly not what Augustine thinks God should have done. It's what God says in his self-revelation that he did do. And the fact that, that virtually every Christian and Jew through history who read it comes to that conclusion says that is the plain meaning of the text. We're, we're not arguing uh, like on textual criticism, evidence against evidence. We're simply looking at when you read it, what conclusion do you read? Uh, do you reach? And is the Bible uh, perspicuous or not? Is it, is it meant to be understood? And we see that in the Bible, Second uh, Corinthians, where it says that uh, I'm not writing anything to you other than that you read and understand, and I trust you will understand. Habakkuk 2.2, where it says, write the vision and make it plain. It is meant to be understood. So it is significant that virtually every Christian and Jew through the ages who read Genesis 1 concludes that God created in six earth rotation, 24-hour days. And of course, the bottom line is what the Bible actually teaches, not what the early church fathers or anybody for that matter may have thought. Exactly. It all depends on what God says in his God-breathed words in Scripture and specifically, what does the original God-breathed Hebrew text say? And when all is said and done, it teaches that God made the world in six earth rotation, 24-hour days. Well, I, I thought that uh, old earth creationists will cite certain Christian apologists who do know Hebrew, and who are scholars, and they will say that, that the Hebrew doesn't say Genesis 1 has to be taken as six 24-hour days. Yes, there are some of those. You're correct. 
And it does become difficult for Christians who don't know Hebrew to judge these arguments. Uh, but for those who do, the arguments simply do not hold water, and it becomes very difficult to conclude that they're doing something other than attempting to save the Bible by making it fit into the claims of secular science. Do you know Hebrew, John? Yes, I studied in, in seminary. I, I can certainly work with it. So you'd be able to judge who's right about what the Hebrew says? Yes, yes, I would. But uh, we don't have to rely on me. We can look at other experts as well. Thank you, everyone, for listening today. Unfortunately, we have run out of time. But please join us for the next part, same time and same place. Thank you for listening to the Truth In My Days podcast with John Torse. If you like our content, please share this information with family and friends. It helps us a lot. We also would love to hear from you. You can reach us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching Truth In My Days as one word again. Truth In My Days as one word. No spaces in between. Or reach us by email at info at truthinmydays.com. You may also visit our website for more comprehensive material and to learn more about our ministry. Our website is truthinmydays.com. Thank you.